Just an FYI, there is a Worst Coworker Part 3. If you do a search on the channel, you should be able to find it. Welcome to the Noted Up Podcast. My name is Howard Cam, and today we're not joined with Tina. We're joined with Nancy Augustin. And Nancy Hello. is hi, is my coworker here uh, at Roosevelt. And we're going to talk about part two. So if you haven't listened to part one yet, I go into the story of Jack. Uh, we're going to call him Jack because he's a jack off. <laughs> and, and, and how he's the worst person I've ever fucking worked with. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. And I've been around the, I've been around for a while. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I'm a lot, I'm, I'm 40 something years old, 47 years old. And so I've worked with a lot of shitty people. This by far is the shittiest person. Yeah. Before we get into that, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. I'm the annoyed adult. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name. The original podcast title was the Camcast podcast. I'm like, um, okay. And then I was like, no, I'm, I'm always annoyed about something. <laughs> Something. I'm not always annoyed. I'm usually a positive person, but this, the topic that we're going to be talking about does annoy the crap out of me. Yeah. It would annoy any sane person. So when other people would listen to the episode one and then they would comment and they would say like, Howard, Tina is like laughing and, and in disbelief. I'm like, yeah, because no sane person would look past this and go, uh, why is this person still working here? Yeah. Like this shouldn't have happened. This is not normal. (laughs) This shouldn't have been so huge. As big as it got, it shouldn't have gotten that huge. No, it it exploded. Yes. And and, and so this is how, and so this podcast is now how you got involved and how you got a coffee mug. (laughs) (laughs) I love that coffee mug, by the way. Now, here's the thing. I had very minimal dealings with your department because i'm part of the arch department yes you guys are cte yes like we might do a few things here and there like i worked with charlene with a a few digital media things sure yeah but i did not think (laughs) that i would get this involved with your department great people yeah for the most part and we'll talk about that You are now part of the family right. of, of Jackoff. Exactly. That just <laughs> sounds so wrong. <laughs> that is a terrible thing to be a part of. Yes. But if there's anything that has ever come, any, has, uh, if there's anything that has come, came, uh, uh, take two, yeah. try again. Okay. If there's anything <laughs> that has been resolved by this is that he's brought a lot of people closer together that we would have not been close if it wasn't for his pure and utter incompetence that is so true we had a common enemy (laughs) we have (laughs) a common enemy that's exactly what we have and so let me explain uh to our listeners what happened and how you got involved Mm. and so he he well first why don't you talk about how he uh, approached you okay so back in i want to say early january he emailed me out of nowhere and introduced himself. So I was like, okay, cool. He told me he had a background in musical theater. That could mean anything, really. So like I was the like, recorder. I, I guess, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. So I was like, all right, cool. And then he goes, I would love to um, work with you with my students and your students because I know you have a production coming up. And I said, okay, sure. How? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, well, is there anything that you need built? I'm like, actually, if you could take this one project off my hands 
it would free up a lot of time for me and it would help tremendously. Then I don't have to worry about it. And the task was really simple because I don't know the guy. I don't know what he's capable of. Um, so all I needed was six large panels. They're like 10 feet high, four feet wide. I just needed them stripped of paint. Okay. I needed them primed and then painted black. But what are these panels for? For our backdrops. Like they're movable backdrops. I see. Basically. So if you're doing a play or production, you have these things that you can just slide in and out yeah. that you, you dress up. And so these are yeah. like, okay, so okay, they're, set, they're, they're like set pieces. Set pieces. Because our theater, we have a really bright red curtain that's at the back of the stage and you can't yeah. really hide that. So, <laughs> so I use these panels to kind of like give the illusion that it's not a bright red curtain. Okay. Okay. All so right. it's kind of vital to the production. We need that, you know, that blank space. Mm -hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so I give this to him and these things have wheels on the bottom, right? Mm -hmm. um, they, we wheel them up to his shop. He says, great, I can get this done in two weeks. I was like, perfect, because we have rehearsals coming up. Great. A week goes by, nothing goes, no, no, he doesn't bring anything. Uh, two weeks go by, nothing. And he's promised you two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. I was like, all right, he's, I understand. He's teaching. He might be busy. Sure, whatever. Uh, three weeks go by. Four weeks go by. Oh my God. Five weeks go by. And I'm like, at this point, I'm just thinking, okay, you know what? I'm going to go up there and see what he's doing. <clears throat> so I go up to his wood, the wood shop class. Mm -hmm. And okay, I've been teaching for a while. I know sometimes teachers need a break, but I walk in and there's like one kid working on the panels and the rest of his class watching Captain America. And which is bullshit because in, the, in like past episodes, in the past episodes, I talked about how he would not work. He would yeah. there'd be like four kids working and everyone else is watching fucking movies. Right. So I just kind of saw that. I was like the first time I was like, maybe, maybe it's, it's a chill day. Maybe just this, they're done with their assignments. And this one kid is working on extra work for my production. Yeah whatever so i i see he sees me and he gets up from his chair and he comes you know like waddling out <laughs> and, <laughs> and he says hi and i'm like oh like i was just wondering what the status is on the panels and he's like oh yeah come look like he's all proud so i was like okay. oh maybe this is a lot better than i thought maybe he's almost done and i go over to the panels and now here granted if you know anything about paint yeah <laughs> taking taking off the paint stripping the paint you can use like a chemical stripper. You can mm -hmm. use like, you know, sandpaper if you really want. So you can just like scrape the thing off, whatever. Okay. This guy didn't use any paint thinner and he was just having the kids sand directly, like using like a belt sander, like a handheld belt sander and just going at it. But wouldn't that damage the panel? So yeah, if you don't know what you're doing. So this kid was going all the way down past the paint into the wood. Oh my God. And now there's all these dips everywhere. And it's not even like uniform. There's like a dip here, two feet further out this way. There's a dip there and there's another dip. There. I'm like, what the hell? Good God. So I was just like, dude, like this isn't that hard. Was anybody like watching this kid do no. the work? Okay, so he basically was just left alone uh -huh. while Chubbs McGee is watching uh, <laughs> right. Captain America. With like the other kids. And then- So wait, wait, let, let's back this up. So he left a kid unsupervised. Alone. Uh, with a power tool. Yeah. 
while he went to go watch oh, movies. Oh, get this. No safety eyeglasses. Yeah. This kid was wearing slippers. Oh my God. So massive OSHA violation right there, Crazy. right? Massive safety violation. And I'm just like, what the hell is going <laughs> on? And I was like, okay. Is, and he was, I was like, is, is this the last one? He's like, oh no, this is the first one. And I'm like, <laughs> bitch, there's six of these. <laughs> yeah. so you just started now. And I was like, you said two weeks. I yeah. could have done it in two weeks yeah. alone. But I was like, dude, you wanted your kids to do this for the, for them to learn and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, whatever. I was like, you know what? It's fine. We still have some time. This was still like February and there was, our production is in April. Oh, yeah. But so, the, the point that he said two weeks and right. then sandbagged it out to five. And then yeah. only then was one kid starting on it. Yeah. And there's five more to go. Okay. So now here's the thing. Okay. I kept pressing him every day that week. I'm like, I really need these. I really need these. I really need these. Finally, he goes, okay, we're done. This is the sixth week. We're done. We're going to wheel them back down to the auditorium. Now there's a hill and blah, blah, blah. But he mm -hmm. has a bunch of kids that actually brought it down. Mm -hmm. Brings it down, but he's not really supervising how well they bring it down. And oh, like God. three of the casters or the wheels break off. While they're going down the down hill. the hill, and I'm like, well, oh I can't God. use it if it's broken. And then they bring it all in, and I look at the paint job that he's so proud of. There's different parts of the panels that are bubbling up, Jesus. that are peeling because they didn't dry well enough. And there, you could see the dips, you know, the sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't even like take off all the old paint. He just painted over it, thinking that I wouldn't notice. And so I pointed out every single one <laughs> and I was like, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. And at that point, I'm like, forget it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, make beef about this. Right. Yeah. So I took it, I came over on two weekends and I did it all over again. So you had to do your own work that you have, you asked him to do. But he just made it harder for me because then I had to fill in all the dips yeah. with wood filler. Oh my God. And then. Paint and prime. Yeah, prime it, and paint. it took me two Saturdays. Jesus Christ. Two Saturdays. It took him six weeks. <laughs> and it made it worse. So he is, I'm not, I'm not sure if I mentioned this earlier, like he, in his classroom, he, have, he had these like wood panels everywhere. Uh, and he had these wood panels above his classroom door. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And yes. so I remember I looking at it and just pulling it off with my bare hands. Yeah. It's basically 60 pounds of wood yeah. came crashing down. Right. He tried to make it some kind of like year souvenir with the kids, right? Like, yeah. blah and blah was here. Yeah. So and so was here, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And then <laughs> you sent me the video of you yeah. ripping it off. And I, the first thing I said was, holy crap, that's all it took? Yeah. My bare <laughs> hands. So for, for our listeners, I gotta, I gotta let you know, I want you to imagine above your doorway, there's 60 pounds of wood, Okay. And so imagine if you had just 60 pounds of wood held on by four screws into a weak wall. That goes it, over a door. That goes over a door. walk through. Where children walk through. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we joke about torturing the kids, but we don't oh, want to do that. Right. Like we just joke about it. We don't really, <laughs> we don't really do it. Right. But that could have genuinely killed somebody. Yeah. Okay. So, Anyone. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So the panels were done. Yeah. Okay. And then he goes, oh, do you need anything else built? And I was like, this guy's not going to do anything for me, but you know what? Let's just see what happens. So uh -huh. I was like, actually, you know what? I need these boxes made. I need this made, blah, blah, blah. He goes, oh, okay. I got it. I'm like, are you sure? Uh -huh. But I, th I thought, you know what? If he can do it, 
then I'll just use it. If he doesn't, no harm, no foul. Okay. Okay. So he goes, okay, so I'm going to, he says, I'm going to put together a list that I'm going to take to Home Depot. <laughs> Home Depot. <laughs> and I'm going to get a quote for you of all the materials that you need. Now, here's the thing. I never told Jack that I used to work at a lumber company. Mm. I have a background, a very, very uh, minor background in construction. But there's knowledge nonetheless. There is knowledge. Um, so I didn't say a word. I didn't think I needed to. Anyways, it comes in. It comes into play later. So he goes to Home Depot, makes a quote, sends me an email, and it's like a little over two thousand dollars. And I'm thinking, for the stuff I needed you to do, yeah, it shouldn't cost this much. So I'm looking at every single item that he put on the order. There is very expensive plywood that I do not need. Um, things that you would use for a kitchen cabinet, straps that you don't need that I know he already has mm -hmm. in his wood shop. Um, clamps that I already know he has in his wood shop, uh, a whole bunch of random like casters, um, casters are wheels uh, that that I do not need. Like and these bright orange ones that I can't use on stage anyway. Okay. Stage stuff you use black. Yeah. Black, black, all black. So I'm like looking through all this stuff. I'm like, there's like moldings on it. Stupid, stupid things, right? And I'm just like. Okay, wait, I don't need that. I don't need that. Yeah. I don't need, what is he doing? Is he trying to pad the PO? Yes. And I was like, yeah. wait. So I, I CC'd, I think I CC'd Charlene and to get her in the conversation. Okay. Um, and then she comes back with, hey, because uh, it was actually her, her. Um, funding source. Her funding source yeah. that we were going to be using. That's why we're going to do this partnership so she could film the play and I could use all this kind of stuff. Anyway, um, she comes back and she's like, um, I only have a thousand bucks for you guys to use. You can't go over that. And Jack over here is saying, no, this is what we need for Nancy. And I'm like, bruh, no, you don't. <laughs> so I was like, hey, you know what? Can I meet you? Yeah. I'm still being nice. Hey, Jack, mm -hmm. can I meet you and let me go over everything I actually need? So he's like, okay. So we meet in person. He has a printout. And I'm like, hey, I don't need... 10 sheets of ply. I only need two. Hey, I don't need these casters. I have my own. Yeah. Hey, I don't need these straps because I know you already have them. And I'm going through the list and I calculate everything and it comes out to 600 bucks. Yeah, based on your past experience working at a lumberyard. Yeah. And what I need. Like, yeah. I know what I need. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Do you want, he, and he goes, do you want me to redo the PL? I was like, no, no, I got this. Just give me your contact and I'll take care of it. <laughs> I think two days later. Hold on, let me pull yeah. up the email. Yeah, and so, and so, this is this is kind of where uh, I start to come into play, is because I don't know uh, that this is happening between Nancy and Jack and Charlene, and this is all things that are just in the ether. Because at, at this point, I'm already having my personal problems with Jack, mm. and I've cut his budget to zero mm -hmm. because he's he's spent way over. And I think in the episode I talked about. Uh, how we dealt with his budget and his totally unethical fucking answer of money. But you came to me yeah, with because something. Because of this email. Okay, so uh, he he says that he couldn't help me out anymore. He couldn't help me build things, which I'm like, 
fine. I, I, I can build it. I know people who can build it for me. It's no big deal. So he, he comes to me and he says, well, actually through email says that he can't build stuff for me anymore. Um, he says it's all unfortunate and he feels bad because he's the one who reached out. Um, and he, he knows that I didn't know him before, but I trusted him to make stuff for me. Mm. Sure. And he goes, and this is uh, right from the email. However, I won't be working here much longer. I want to return next year, but Charlene <laughs> and Howard have convinced Sean to effectively let me go. I'll be lucky to survive the school year till May. And then the next paragraph is all like just shop talk. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, I, what? Like, where is this coming from? I don't know any of anything about this. Yeah. You don't know the drama that we have been going through. Right. Right now, it's just, I'm just blowing at this point. Yeah. So then I reply and I said, oh, it's unfortunate that you won't be here next year. Um, I'm not going to ask what happened because I don't think it's my place. I explicitly says, like, I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to know. Keep your shit to yourself. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I'm just, I'm still being nice because I don't know what the hell's going on. Right. Yeah. Um, I was like, a partnership between the theater and the woodshop programs would have been great. You know, and then I talk shop. Okay. Okay. And then done. Right. No, not done. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you, not, you, you were just getting into not, like, not yeah. done, not done. Um, <laughs> um, I, he replies back and he goes, you saw the shop. I've done more in six months than any RHS shop teacher in the, in a decade or more has done. What here. an asshole. Um, what happened briefly Dude, I don't want to know. Um, You're in it now. I guess so. Is that I offended Howard and Charlene over Christmas. And instead of letting it go, Howard is actively trying to get me out and replace me with his friend. Uh, the principal ca caved to his pressure, apparently. And I'm fighting through the union and I have no rights as an emergency hire. Yeah. So he admits that he's an emergency hire. Yeah. But later on, I remember him going on and on about how he's a seasoned teacher. Yeah. Anyway, then he talks shop again. I don't even acknowledge the drama. And I was like, <laughs> thanks for trying to help out. Uh, yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> so then I, I, I remember I screenshotted this. Yeah. And sent it to you. I mean, like you and I back then, we were just like, you know, I'm just like nice, cool, yeah. whatever terms. And we're just like, hey, what's hey, up? Good morning. What's you up, Nancy? Hey, what? Yeah. And so I was like, is it okay if I screenshot this and send it to him? I think I should. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. So yeah. I, I sent it to you and I was like, Howard, what the hell is this? Yeah. And I remember you replying through text going, ha 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 ha, <laughs> show this to Sean. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, wait, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> oh, you have now stepped into the twilight zone of grand drama. Right. And then just slowly, the stupidest things would happen. I'm like, and part of me was like, should I, should I send this? Should I show this yes. to, to Sean? So in the hallway, I remember just kind of like walking by after school. And I was like, hey, Sean. He's like, hey. I was like, oh, I got to show you something. Howard told me to show you this. So I showed him my phone. And he goes, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I have embarked on something magnificent and I need to get the full story. So I remember talking to you and you filled me in on these countless yeah. email exchanges yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, wow, that sucks for you guys. Hella entertaining for me. Yeah. And right now I've got like maybe two toes in, right? Yeah. So I'm like, cool. Maybe this is it. 
No. No. Because for some stupid reason, Jack decides, I'm going to CC Nancy on these emails that have nothing to do with her. Click. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. So you have like, you put two toes in the whirlpool of fuckery. <laughs> Basically. And I we, just started getting sucked in. Yeah. We are all in this death spiral of bullshit with him and we're trying to avoid it right like you imagine a toddler swinging around a hammer you basically are just doing your very best not to get hit by anything right that's what we're desperately trying to do and sometimes and, i don't even know what's hitting me it yeah. could be a hammer it could be the blunting of a saw i don't know <laughs> it, just, it comes out of nowhere it's like whipping me in the head i'm like all right and so let me explain again like uh, to our listeners why it was important that uh, when Nancy showed it to me and I started laughing is because we slashed his budget to zero because he was totally unethical with his money. Mm -hmm. he, he didn't know what his budget was so he just would spend. And because his budget was now zero and this is, I would say, halfway through the school year. Yeah. So since his budget is zero, he has these grandiose plans of building whatever he wants in his classroom. But if he has no money for materials, then what's he going to do? The most bullshit, unethical thing possible. Let me go steal it. Yeah. Yeah. Steal it from someone else, not in my department. What an asshole. Right. It's and, just crazy. And yeah, that is the most bullshit thing. Stealing money from another department. Yeah. And so what Nancy didn't understand was that Jack's dad. <laughs> J Jack's dad, who is, I think, is a, is a retired. Sorry, I'm getting all hot. Yeah. <laughs> like thinking about is this. A, is it's a just... retired principal. <laughs> And Jack's dad calls Sean, our principal. I'm like, wait a minute. A 40 plus year old man had his father call his boss. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. And we started laughing that they had this conversation that like, like you're, you're, and I, and I said it exactly like this. His daddy called his boss, his fucking dad. And I'm like, what is his dad supposed to do? Right. I don't know. Reprimand us, scold us, and say like, "Hey, you're you're leave making my son alone. yeah, leave my son alone. You're making him cry. Like what? I mean, dude, like <laughs> I was and I was, I was so angry. I'm like, well, first I was I was I was laughing my ass off because I'm like, his dad did his dad really call? And I went to Target and I saw these mugs, and it said <laughs> and it says when in when in trouble call dad yep and i'm like oh i gotta buy these mugs and then so i bought i went to target at like eight in the morning and i bought everybody in my department a mug and i bought you a mug yeah and i even bought some extras just, <laughs> just for the sake of having extras because i think his whirlpool of bullshit would pull somebody else in probably and probably. so and so i bought the mug and i gave it to you and you're like thanks for the mug i'm like yeah cool and, and but i had a plan for these mugs <laughs> so since this is the time of the pandemic and we are still kind of like just coming out of it, mm -hmm. we still meet as a uh, as a school. Yeah, over WebEx. Yeah. Now, if any of you have ever used WebEx, you'll understand that the person talking is the person on stage on the screen. Mm -hmm. So everyone, when you're talking, everyone in the WebEx meeting can see you. Yep. It okay. flips to your screen. It flips to your screen. And so I said, <laughs> "Let's do this." So we all have our mugs, and then whenever someone says something. I'll say something. I'll hold the mug to my lips like I'm about to drink something and it'll just be like when in, when in trouble called dead. <laughs> and so everyone will have these mugs. Just kind of sitting in our screen somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, in the background, whatever. But I, I, oh God, I, I had to be passive aggressive with it. 
Because I was just like, I, I don't know what to do. I can't, I can't openly call this guy out mm-hmm. because then I'm in the wrong. And right. That's, and that's workplace violence. That's yes. not a good idea. Yeah. But we're not jerks. And we're not jerks. But the most fucked up thing was that he is demonstrating workplace harassment and violence against us. Mm. And we have to like eat it. Yeah. And being Chinese, <laughs> I do not eat other people's violence and, uh, and harassment well. Right. That is not an Asian thing to do. No, it is not. If you've ever met a Chinese person, that is, we don't do that. We, we get back. We get back. <laughs> we are vengeful. We are so spiteful. <laughs> all, all us Asians were like, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. And then band us together. <laughs> yeah. So you basically took a bunch of Asian people, made them angry, then put them all together to yeah. focus their energy on you. Pretty much. <laughs> Did not think this through. He did not think it through no. at all. And, and, and so Nancy and I have now bonded through this entire, she is now part, like an honorary member of our department. <laughs> and it's great. I love it here. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. And, oh and so let's, and then I, I would continuously share with you like all the nonsense that mm-hmm, you would do. Mm-hmm. And then see, okay. So like I said, I thought I was done. Yeah. But now, okay. The school is a community With many different parts. It's not just the teachers, it's the students too, right? Mm -hmm. So a bunch of my students are also his students. And they would come to me asking questions about Jack. Oh, yeah. And they would be like, miss, is, is, is he like for real? I'm like, what do you mean? And there's like little things here and there about like how he has a turtle in his classroom, how he has a bunny in yeah. his classroom, how he had fish, but now either someone took them or they're all dead. No one knows. Um, so me being as nosy as I am, and I'm hella curious. So I went up there just to see this rabbit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like pooping and peeing everywhere. The classroom smells like crap. It does. The The turtle that he had, I actually don't know what happened to it, but the turtle that he had, he made like these little like... Uh, not land masses. I don't even know what. Usually you're supposed to put rocks in the tank, yeah, right? So the turtle can like rest. rest. Right. Yeah. No, he put in a bunch of two by fours that I'm pretty sure were treated lumber. So oh that means they've got my chemicals God. in there to keep bugs away. So you poison the so water. So you basically poison the water of this turtle. I have no idea. And it was like a big turtle. It was like as big as my head. It was pretty huge. Yeah, it wasn't a small turtle. No, it was big. No idea what happened to it. And then I'm looking at this rabbit and I'm like, I want to save this rabbit. This yeah. can't be good. And then not I running remember, around a wood shop. No. Exactly. And then, then I remember you telling me that he leaves it there in the weekend. Yes. And I was like, he doesn't feed it over the weekend. He doesn't water like nothing. No, and that just pissed me off so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I went over and I asked Jack, Hey, can I have your rabbit? Yeah. Cause I heard that a bunch of the students told me that you're looking for someone to take the rabbit home. And he goes, oh, yeah, sure. Here's the rabbit. You can take a look at it. And I touched the rabbit. It is covered in sawdust. It stinks. The fur is matted. So you know he's not taking care of it. And I was like, okay, so animal cruelty, you're an idiot. And now I'm like, what the hell? So I was like, I want the rabbit. He goes, oh, I want to keep the rabbit, though, for a few more weeks until seniors last day so the kids can play with it. Wait, no. Let, okay, well, let's roll it back, though. Let's, okay. talk, let's talk more about this. Okay. Because, so, in, in this system, we know we have, like, spring breaks and all that, too. Right. And spring break lasts a week, fall break, whatever. Yes. Okay. So, I went, so, there's two things I want to talk about. And the first is, 
I went, I subbed for his class one day because he would randomly just take off days for, uh, you know, personal days. And like taking personal days are fine, but he popped it on us. Now, like you don't, you didn't plan it. Right. You just said, I'm going to take a personal day the morning of school. Yeah, you don't do that. And we're scrambling to find a sub. So they said, Howard, can you go cover his mm-hmm. classroom? And I started laughing. I'm like, Are you, you really want me in there? <laughs> Do you really want me in his room? So anyway, I went to his room and I sat in on a period or two. And I said, uh, who feeds the rabbit? And, uh-huh. and then and the, some of the kids go, we take turns. I'm like, and one of the kids absent. And I looked at the rabbit's water bottle. And it was fucking empty. Oh my God. And I'm like, where's the water who puts water in a water bottle? I'm like, oh, well, one of us. I'm like, yeah, which one? Right. Like, who's assigned the responsibility? Right. And then I said, spring break's coming up. Who's going to take care of the rabbit? And they're like, I don't know. Like, you don't realize that an entire week. And I go, what if you didn't eat or drink for a week? How would you feel? Yeah. You'd be fucking dead. Right. And so it turns out that our VPs, out of the kindness of their hearts, would take time off, come in on their break and vacation to feed the rabbit. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, who... You... so Jack it's is just a, so inconsiderate. It's so inconsiderate. Yeah. First, let me get a, an unauthorized animal in the classroom and then get someone else to take care of it. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just, it just blows my mind how just he, he can't think of anyone but himself. And it's just, the more I hear about these stories of like yeah. the more selfish he is and he's always the victim. Always the victim. Yes. And I just, bro, you can't do that in life. Yeah. Like, you can't survive that way. You're no, just- you can't. He, and he would always say things to us like, why didn't you come up and tell me what a good job I'm doing? Like, what are you, he- five? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't, we don't need to do that shit. No. No, not at all. Oh, so then, <laughs> you want to talk about the final? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, let's talk about the final. Go ahead. Let's bring it up. Okay. Let's bring it up. Let's bring it up. So- <laughs> oh no um <clears throat> so like i said my students you know they come and talk to me about yeah. things you know it's just not just him like anything but this has to do with him um one of the students had taken a picture of their final exam you know final for the year sure for woodshop i thought you know maybe there's a written part and and a project part because it's woodshop you sure. make stuff a demonstration of skills right yeah. No, they did not have a demonstration of skills or what they learned. They had a paper exam that was one and a half pages long with tons of typos. And it didn't have to do with anything really about woodshop. What did it say? <laughs> you want me to pull it up? I, I think I know the paper you're talking about. It was something about cell phones. <laughs> I, it's only something about cell phones. I, I remember cell phones. It was ridiculous. I think, and, and before, and then... But I, rem- you know, before you bring that up, I, re- uh-huh. I want to talk about in, he posted on Google Classroom of how we're trying to get rid of him. Oh my gosh. And like- I remember students took a screenshot of that and then it went crazy on TikTok. They put it on TikTok? They put it on TikTok that look at my teacher saying that other teachers are trying to get rid of him. But what did, what did you see on the final? Okay. Um, are you allowed to have your cell phone out in the shop? Yes or no? <laughs> Are you allowed to have your cell phone out on Monday labs when the teacher is trying to go over information? Yes or no. If you are on your phone during Monday labs, would you say that this is A, respectful, or B, disrespectful? Oh, my God. <laughs> are you allowed to sit behind the teacher's desk? What the fuck? 
Uh-huh. Wait, wait. Why would you even have a question like that if if it wasn't happening? I I don't know. Like this just shows me that you're you it's for you to put this on a yeah. final exam, your kids don't respect you. At all. At oh, all. There was a time uh his laptop his uh DOE assigned laptop went missing. Oh, and his moped keys. Oh yeah. <laughs> Somebody who stole his fucking moped keys. <laughs> oh, this guy. Like, he has no respect from anybody. No. And he thought he could get the students on his side, which is just mind boggling. And yeah. here, okay. Um, okay. Going back to that final exam. If, if you do any of these things on a regular basis, what will the new shop teacher most likely do next year in response what will Mr. Blank do in a new location with my new shop? Yeah. So he gives the kids one, two, three, four, seven options to choose from. Okay. Okay. Um, quit his job out of frustration and move back to where he came from. <laughs> a. B is buy the class a rabbit. C, feed you to Oscar. I don't know who Oscar what is. What is Oscar? I, maybe that's the turtle. Okay. Uh, D, give you zeros. E, call your parents. F, give you a detention. G, answers D, E, and G. What? Like, for, wait, that is not a final exam. No, it's not. And it's just, it's ridiculous because um, in the beginning, he goes, circle the nest answer. Hey, I have his, I have his emails in a paper stack right next to me. He has many misspellings. <laughs> it's just... For someone that see, that's why we need qualified individuals to be teachers. That's that's the final exam. Jesus Christ! Half of it is directions yeah. of how to circle answers. I like how he automatically assumed it's a Mister for the next teacher. Ah, uh, yes. L- ladies and gentlemen, for the record, our next shop teacher is a lady, and it's awesome. Yeah, you know that that's and very, she knows what she's doing, and she knows what she's doing. Oh my goodness! And I he, I remember that he used to always say something like, um, um. Our department head treats him like their exes. I'm like, oh, gross. That is disgusting. He would say things like, why does she treat me like my ex-girlfriend? Like, what are you? No, don't say that. Are you trying to like do something with that? Are you wanting something like that? He's a lonely, pathetic person. It's just, you don't, you don't, you don't do that. You don't say things like that. Actually, there's a lot of things he shouldn't have done. Right, (laughs) right. Like professionalism is not his forte. Mm Mm-mm. It, he is he is by far uh, the most unprofessional person. Yeah, it's. I, <laughs> there are so are you many, appalled? I am appalled. Like I think about it, and I'm about to say something, and then I'm like, and then another memory pops up, and yeah. then another memory pops oh, up, let's and talk you're just like, it. what the hell, dude? Like, um, safety is a huge issue, mm-hmm. right? Um, safety is a huge thing that I preach to my kids all the time, right? Because in the theater, people can get hurt. There's yeah big props there's little props that could actually like hurt you there's, you have a lot of moving there's pieces. a lot of stuff going on yeah. backstage things curtain things ropey things a whole bunch of things right and so as a person who's always thinking safety first mm-hmm. walking into his classroom gave me so much anxiety none of the kids has safety gear no gloves no eyewear they're not wearing shoes um some kids have like loose clothing jewelry dangling jewelry dangling like belts not in their loops like things can get caught 
things, people can get maimed, fingers can go missing. And he had, okay, so he had this one corner of the shop where he was trying to build a mock kitchen. You've seen it. I I have. It's kind of still there. Yeah, but it's also unlevel. Okay, that. Okay, so, so if you look at it, and you don't even have to be somebody who has a background in construction. You don't even have to be a, someone who, who's built anything ever. You yeah. look at it, all the lines are crooked. Yeah. Pieces are nailed together where they shouldn't be nailed together. Yeah. Some pieces are short. So he tried to like just stick a two by four on there and just hammer it on together. There's like, he, there's this one part he tried to do foam stuff and that's a huge mess. Like it, I don't even want to, I looked at the electrical work and I was like, I don't know a lot about this, but I don't think this is right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, like he tried, there's so an electrical, like a light switch box. Like, so folks, if you know what a light switch box looks like, it's, you know, it's a standardized square yeah. or yeah. rectangle. The hole that it's in looks like a fist punch through it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you popped it in there. That's what it looks like. Yeah. And the argument could be made that, oh, his students did the work, but I would argue that isn't he the fucking foreman on the job site? Right. Isn't he the shop teacher? Quality control. Exactly. If you're the shop teacher and the kid fucked it up, you make them do it again yeah. or demonstrate properly how to measure, not just let them have at it. Yeah. Like take it down, yeah. do it again until they get it right. Like all the beams are crooked. Yeah. It's so unsafe. It is. And he kept going on about how he was the best shop teacher ever at this school. What and fantasy like, land does he live in? His own. <laughs> yeah. but what, a part that pissed me off was he said in the past 10 years, he was the, the best thing or the, the best uh, shop teacher that we had a bunch of teachers come through. No, he's, he is making up stories in his mind and he's passing it off as truth. And that kind of bothers me. Yeah. And that whole thing about um, how our school has a huge turnover rate in teachers. I was like, no, I don't No. Where are you getting this information? Stop being salty. Yeah. He just makes up stories. So I want to talk about how you and I took apart the bench <laughs> oh in my his classroom. Gosh. So let me explain this bench that he built, uh, folks. So imagine in a room, <gasps> there's a two-tiered bleacher-style bench. And there's without safety railings. Mm-hmm. It was raised. It was There's a bottom portion. Yeah. And there's a top portion. The top portion is about four feet off the ground. Yeah, because we measured it. Yeah. Yeah. It's about four feet off the ground. No rails. And then... On that second level, there's a bench, but I'm not very tall. Above my head was a shelf. And if I sat down and stand up and stood up quickly, I would have hit that shelf with my head. And then everything on the shelf would have came crashing down. And to add on to that, there is in front of the bench, there is a um, kind of like a makeshift counter table. Yes. (laughs) That was standing on like two legs. And this thing is not like, a small countertop. This is. It was heavy. It was very heavy. And it was about what? 15 feet long? Yeah. 15 by, I would say 15 by one and a half. Yeah. Right. And it is nailed down by four nails that are three inches long on each side. Yeah. So I remember I sat down on top bench and I put my hands on this uh, shelf uh-huh. and I wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Cause I wiggled it yep. with my bare hands. I'm like, I wiggled it. I'm and like, I stood back cause I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> 
I go, Nancy, get a video of this. Or I think it was Charlene at the time. I was like, get a yeah. video of this. And I just shoved it. Yeah. I shoved it. So if there's anyone that was sitting below me, that would have immediately collapsed on their head. And yes. It, and you know what the fact is? It wasn't light. No. It was really heavy. It was some dense wood. Yeah. Yeah. It, it could have seriously hurt somebody. Somebody's. Yeah. Yeah. So why were we taking it apart? <laughs> okay so besides being an unsafe fucking mess right um because i was like hey this whole bleacher thing is on a platform yeah i need a platform stage in my classroom yeah i didn't get anything out of this guy am i at least gonna get that yeah <laughs> so, and, and we wanted to take it apart anyway but like, right great now we have purpose for wood yeah so we took apart the top shelf the top the seating bleacher thingy and all the sides and the work was just so shoddy and like there was screws and nails and yeah a combination a tar tar it was patched together by tar why do you need tar i have no idea where do you even get tar from (laughs) like (laughs) i'm i'm not a carpenter but as we're as you and i are taking apart this thing i'm like wait how come this side has like three screws and that side has like five screws? Yeah. And I didn't understand, like there's no consistency. Nails on both sides. There was no consistency in how it was built. Cause I remember as we take it apart and and you told me, okay, if you pull this off, this side, your side should come off too. I'm like, okay. So I unscrewed it. I'm like, Nancy, my side's not coming off. Yeah. And then you looked at my side cause you have more experience. I'm like, Nancy, you got to give me some consultation here. What's going on? (laughs) It's like, you're like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Why is this here? My side doesn't have it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, Nancy. I don't know. You just tell me what to do. I'm going to just do what I have to do. Because it's just, it's so hard to explain without actually looking at it. But yeah. just imagine one piece of wood connected to another piece of wood. Yeah. And it should be easy. Two screws. Easy. Done. One side. You know what I can liken this to? It's like having someone build uh, one half of the car and then not tell the other person what you've done yeah. and have that person build the other half. It's basically what it was because it's like they could have used two screws. Yeah. He used like six. Yeah. But they're not straight. They're all crooked. They're running into each other. It's just, it was, it's so hard. I should have taken more pictures. It's like, it's like he basically passed out a screw and a hammer per kid and go, your turn, yeah. your turn, he, your turn. He Frankenstein the whole thing. I it just was, hit the yeah, mic. No, I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it was really, it was really fucked up. It was really, really bad. And places where he should have used like wood filler or another piece of lumber, yeah. he tried to patch a hole with tar. That thing melts. It's all over the floor. And I'm just like, okay, this is gross. Yeah. So we're pulling that apart. And at one point, I remember we just kind of stopped and looked at everything. And I'm like, where's the crowbar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At that point, we're like, fuck it. Get the crowbar. We start ripping shit apart. Yeah. I went to get my Sawzall. Yeah. And then I remember what you told me as we're taking apart certain pieces. You're like, uh, yes. You're like, Howard, this is a very expensive piece of wood. Yes. I'm like, you mean the part that he used for the feet? Yeah, so one part he the the floor of uh, the the platform that he yeah. built all the stuff on was painted with really cheap paint. Yeah. And we turn it over and it's a beautiful piece of African mahogany ply. And that kind of stuff you use for like tabletops or yeah. cabinetry because you want to show it off and the grain of the wood the wood it, <laughs> the wood, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the wood. Anger, yeah. Right. It's it's so pretty. You know, and that really stuff was. is expensive, hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars for that kind of stuff. And I'm just looking at this and what a waste. 
He could have used the cheapest ply there was. Instead, he used stuff that you need to show off and polish. And it's just, it blew my mind that he wasted so much material. And at that point, I needed a break. So I was like, you know what? I'm curious. I'm going to look at his lumber stores. I'm going to see what he's got. So I go in there and he had all this cheap crap Mm -hmm. in storage that he could have used. But instead, he was using like really expensive stuff. And then painting over it with shit paint. Yeah. I'm so upset. (laughs) What a waste. The Asian in me is like, you waste money (laughs) so much. Yeah. And let me deep fry your filet mignon. Basically, that's what he did. That's what he did. So I was just like, okay, you know what? This is going to go into my room now because it's the platform part. But I'm like, what a shame. That mm-hmm. nobody gets to see how pretty this is. Very durable for sure. Like I don't have to worry about a kid falling through the platform. But, but, they, but they can't see the grain. They can't no. see the, the nice color. And it's so expensive for him to waste department money. And whose department did it come from? <laughs> you guys. That's right. <laughs> our, like, our budget was blown. I was angry for you. Thank like, you. Yeah. I was so upset. And I was thinking, you know what? CTE department you guys could use money because there's like all this stuff that you guys got to get for the kids. Yes. Like even more so than another department, like even like the arts department. So we know things cost money. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you could have gotten so much more tools and safety gear just you know, because of this one stupid pl- piece of ply that you thought that you could use as a junk piece. Do you know that half his tools are missing? Yes, I do. Yeah. And so when we did an inventory count, half his shit's missing that we, we talked about in the first episode. Yeah. Ha- half the shit's missing I had to buy 150 pairs of safety goggles and, and ears because mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't even there. Right. And and I I finally got my end of year report because at the end of the year, since I also use federal money, we have to get an end of the year report of yeah. how much money was used and how much was expended and mm-hmm. how and how do we use it. And I looked at it. My department, I use 7,500. Oh, sorry, 3,500. Uh, Charlene, my department head, used 7,500 because mm-hmm. she does camera broadcast. Yeah. So that's cameras are expensive. Expensive. He, are you ready for this? I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> $30,000. You're kidding. No. <laughs> $30,000. On what? On, on, on that, on bullshit. On bullshit. Like, wait a minute. What did I get for 30 grand? And so I remember doing my end of the year report and I'm and angry at this point because I was told by my district office, I have to go in there. I have to ask him questions about what he did. I have to document and, and, then, take, and then take pictures of the project. And I said, and I, and so I told my, my, my district office, I'm like, he's a fuckwit. I know what he did. And it was nothing. He goes, Howard, you got to go in there. No judgments and document what he did. Take pictures and ask him how he best used it for the students. I'm like, Oh my God. I was so pissed. So I went up there. I took pictures. Uh I asked him like, what did you do? Uh What did you do? What did you build? And so he, he told me, um, he told me what he built and I took pictures of it and I submitted it for, for records. And, and the entire time, I'm just super pissed. What did he say? He goes, well, we built this kitchen in my classroom. I'm like, why? But it's not done. It's not only is it not done, but it's poorly constructed. I'm like, and so I have to ask him, what did the students learn? Oh, they learned drywall skills and, and carpentry skills. I'm like, no. And in my head, I'm like, it's fucking crooked. And there's, there's, it's, it's, it looked like it was put together by someone with no skill. I just realized something. All the years that I've been teaching here or was a student here, actually, I remember woodshop kids at the end of the year always taking home things. Like they would build a stool yeah. or a birdhouse right. or a mailbox or something. This year, there was nothing. I just realized no. there was nothing. Nobody was carrying around any projects. 
I, I asked him about that in the beginning of the school year because uh-huh. we talked about like because he asked in, in when I, before he got nuts. Uh. I go, what's the curriculum? Like, you know, Jack, what are you going to build? He goes, well, I'm not going to do birdhouses or stuff like that. I'm like, okay, so what are you going to build? He goes, well, I got ideas. I'm like, so I just left it at that. Right. Because like, I'm not trying to question you as a new teacher. Yeah. You should have your own thing. But I'm just trying to explain like, we did birdhouses. We did uh, little plaques uh, and they're routed with their scripted name and yeah. whatever it is. Because those are, those are hand, um, those are takeables mm-hmm. that every kid can try and yeah. every kid can have. And they teach you basic skills. Yeah. How to use a table saw, how to right. use a drill. Right. How do you properly, you know, put things together with glue and, you know, have the, I can't, why am I blanking out on the word? But like, like so using <laughs> like a router and then like carving their name or beveling an edge on a, on a, on a nice piece of wood. Yeah. Basic skills. <sighs> clamping. There we go. Clamping. clamping. Clamping things together. Why that's important, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I even asked his students, I go, uh, as they were leaving, like, did he teach you any like trade math? And they're like, like what? I'm oh, like, no. like fractions, like, because duh, it's a, if you take out a tape measure or a ruler, there's fractional lines on yeah. it. You got to understand. It's the basics. Right. You need math or you're going to screw up your entire project. And I, I, he didn't do that. So you got kids in there without any measuring math skills. Correct. So here's what's going to happen next school year that's happening. And at the time of this recording is, is, is about a month and a half. Kids are going to come back for their second and third year. Oh, and no. they're going to have, they're going to have no skills whatsoever. And so the new teacher is Aww. going to have to go through yeah. and reteach things. But we're, we have another helper coming in too. So we'll, okay. we'll see what's going on. It's still humbug though. Yeah. Having to do that. That's yeah. such a hassle. Yeah. Because now you have to unteach quote unquote bad habits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how, how, did you enjoy this journey? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, Nancy is like sunk back in her chair. She's just I like, just, she's done. My posture. Yeah. Was so good at the beginning of this podcast. You came, in, you came into this recording booth and you're like, "Hey, what's up, Howard? Let's do this. Let's do this." I'm like, "Yeah, great." And now you're like, "I am exhausted mentally." Because people like that are just exhausting, you know, just yeah. having to deal with them, even if it's not completely directly. Well, not I didn't deal with it directly as you did, but it's still exhausting to know that they exist because this is not just as human adults. Mm-hmm. We. You encounter people like this all throughout your life. You they're, know? they're emotional vampires. Yeah. And it's crazy because every single person I know that's like this, they always see themselves as a victim. They never see that they have fault. That is a good thing to remember. They always see themselves as I'm correct. Everyone's against me. Yeah. God. Like it's the, it's the, you said this to me and you didn't do this for me. Oh, you might've done that, but you did this. But so that like negates everything you did. Like you Jesus. did that to me. Like, I can't, I can't stand that. So yeah. like, it's just not, oh, absolutely man. not a team player. No. And in this situation, like within the department, within a school, we have to be team players. Yeah. There has to be communication. And we you know what? We're, we're all nice people. Yeah. We're See, all damn nice people. And I, I've mentioned this, like it, in the, in the, in the first episode, we talked about like how he would get mad that he would, that we would never hang out as a, as a, as a group, but we never had to do that. We were so tight. Yeah. We're, everyone was so locked in. Exactly. We're good to go. We are good to go. We're pros. We know what we're and doing. And we understand professionally that we have our own personal lives and yeah. we can't babysit you or your emotions. Yeah. Nobody has beef with anybody here at this school. And it was, it was great. That's why I love working here. It's like, yeah, let's, let's just, let's just get it done. Let's get it done. 
Exactly. You got an issue? Okay, let's work it out. Yeah. You need help? Let's work it out. You know, yeah. and we're good. I think on some level he knew that. So that's why he took advantage so much oh. of our feelings and our resources. And because he got away with it yeah. for a few months uh-huh. before everything, just the poop hit the wall. Yeah. And just, you know. Are you afraid to swear? I am a little bit. No, I swear. <laughs> I rip it. I, I have explicit tags on these all these podcasts. Oh, that's awesome! It's just, it's just, it's just my mentality yeah. is like if our students hear this, they don't hear me swear ever in my classroom. Oh, okay, okay. Unless well, I'm really pissed off. Oh, they hear me swear. <laughs> I, I, that's fine. And then like if if like if my sister hears it, she's she's such she's such a parent. She'll be like, why are you swag if your students can hear that? Oh my god, I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm an adult. <laughs> Leave me alone. But, but you know who's not an adult? <laughs> I, I, I really hope, I really hope yeah. whatever school that he, he got picked up at, yeah. I hope he does better. Popsicle sticks and wood glue. That's what he's yeah. qualified for, I, I think. I, geez, maybe, maybe not even that. Yeah. Like Elmer's glue, not yeah. even super glue. Yeah. Not even like tight bond. Anyway, but yeah, I just, I wish, I really wish he just, does better because I do not wish anybody the suffering that we've all gone through. I hope I, you know what I hope? Uh, what do you hope I, Howard? I hope <laughs> a parent gets upset and throttles him. <sighs> like you didn't teach my kid anything. And then like raises a fuss. <gasps> that reminds me his Flickr account. Yes. His Flickr account, so he has posted pictures of his, and I'm going to do air quotes here, student work, like his his pride and joy. Yeah. But if you look at his pictures, one, no one's wearing any safety uh-uh. gear and they're using power tools. Yeah. Not like hand drills. No, no. Table saw. Big yeah. stuff. If you guys don't know what Flickr is, it's basically like an online photo album. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. And he was so proud to post so those pictures. So proud. And he shared that with a lot of people. He did. He blasted it. He, I think that's part of his email signature. Oh, no. That's evidence. Good. <laughs> <laughs> See, this guy annoys me, but I'm still like kind of like nice. <laughs> Howard's over here like, screw it. I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm totally. He, yeah. Okay. If there's any good, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, if there's any good that has come out of this is that he has brought us closer together as a school and as a community. That is, that is very true. That is the one thing. Yeah. And I got a platform stage for my classroom. Yeah. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy, I want to thank you very much for being part of this uh, podcast today. And ah, I want to thank you for having me. Getting your perspective on it. Yeah. It was fun <laughs> reliving this and just slowly thinking, ah, oh, damn it, I lived through this. <laughs> Folks, if you, if you want to hear more and if you haven't subscribed yet, it is on Spotify and iTunes. And I look forward to getting all of your comments so we can read them. We can laugh. We can cry. And then you can be like Nancy and just go, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nancy. Ah, pleasure being here. Thank you. Bye-bye.